0: What's going on, everybody? It's Codus with the Yolk Christian Podcast. I'm here today with my buddy old pal, Jared. How you doing? Oh, so is
1: that what I am to you? Huh? Am I just a piece of chopped liver? Yeah. Okay, I understand that. All Did right. You want
0: uh, that right? Sorry, go, sorry. go away. Kermit? Kermit.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I'm doing pretty good, dude. This has been a crazy, like, last 24 hours, which we'll talk about that more in the. The next Sweet. episode.
0: But, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah,
1: so, but anyway, so what are we talking about today?
0: So, today we're talking about Romans 11. You know, it's not the most exciting chapter, but you know, um, I can't remember where it is, but it talks about that every word in the Bible has a reason, even the mm. word the, like it all has a reason. So, for sure. It's in here for a reason. And Absolutely. I guess we'll dive deep into it and see why and see what it all means. Okay. So, how I kind of structured this is I have three little segments here. Uh, one through eleven, eleven through twenty-four, and then twenty-five through thirty-five. Uh okay. Kind of just all structures it out, uh, yeah. makes it simple. Because honestly, it's not the most exciting chapter. I kind of got sidetracked a lot while reading it. So
1: it's <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think the reason it is like that is because, like, like we said, I think it was at the beginning of the Roman series. Like we talked about how like introductory chapters are pretty boring, mm-hmm. and so like the the Book of Romans, it's we as of up until this point, it's been written like focused on the Jews. But now, because Paul is making a shift, he's writing like this chapter is the start of the letter to the Gentiles within the Church of Rome, and so now it's kind of like a transitional slash introductory uh, to the, the the Gentiles. So it's kind of boring, but there are some like really solid verses in here, like that, like I I, I really want to memorize. So, um, mm. but Codis, does kind of take it away, dude.
0: I give me one second. I'm just erasing some. Okay, okay. So, oh, I threw my charger. Anyway, so it's been it's been a crazy day. Anyway, Romans 11, 1 through 11, pretty much, it starts off by Paul is pretty much saying that God hasn't rejected Israel forever. Because at this time, Israel's pretty much rejecting Jesus. They're like, mm-hmm. yo, dude, no, you're not it. So pretty much, Paul is pretty much insisting that God hasn't given up on Israel. I mean, despite their refusal to come to Christ, like despite mm-hmm. their, I guess, willingness to come to jesus he's god's still not giving up on them um Mm -hmm. for one thing paul himself and a bunch of other jewish people have trusted god's grace and they're from israel Mm -hmm. so obviously you know but anyway so god has hardened the rest of israel in her unbelief causing her to trip over and stumble the block that is jesus christ Mm -hmm. they remain unable for now to see that following the law will not bring them to god's righteousness because, mm, that's good point. you know, the old, the old Leviticus law and the, the yeah, whole yeah. episode itself there. But, you know, that might sound, oh, man, God's ruining them. But that's not – it's not over yet. There's more. We're, we're about to talk about why God is hardening, quotation marks, Israel. Okay. So now Romans 11, 11 through 24, it pretty much talks about that God has hardened Israel in her unbelief with Christ. So hmm. it's pretty much to make room – for the for God's figurative again quotation marks olive tree for the Genelite, the gentilites and the christians so the mm-hmm. old branches of unbelieving jews have been pretty much broken for now and the new branches have been gifted into the root so pretty much out with the old and with the new metaphorically
1: okay so just to, just to, for the visionaries out there so imagine a tree right and and correct me if i'm wrong codis but imagine a tree and the, this base of the tree is like God's righteousness and so before Jesus came, uh, there was like the Israelites, there's the 12 different nations. So imagine like 12 different branches, um, you know, just kind of stick with me here. And then once Jesus came, um, and of course, Jesus is God, uh, God in the flesh. And so then he came. And so some of these Jews didn't believe in Jesus. Some of them did, some of them didn't. And so for the ones that did not choose to believe in Jesus, they were cut off from the tree because they no longer were rooted in the holiness of the tree, like in the roots, Uh, Which is God. And so, um, because they didn't believe in Jesus, the tree was cut off. But uh, as Gentiles, people that were not, uh, you know, Jews, um, we weren't Israelites, um, God opened up the possibility for Gentiles to be saved. So, He cut off the limb of the Gentile tree over to the the right or the left, Mm -hmm. cut off a limb, and then He grafted it in to His tree. So now Gentiles can be saved in the tree that is God's holy tree. Mm -hmm. Is that, I hope that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, take it away from there.
0: So pretty much, in turn, the salvation of so many gen—this gen- is a tough word—I don't know—I always struggle. Gentilites will pretty much provoke Israel's jealousy, and then drawing them back to God through faith in Christ.
1: Interesting.
0: Um, yeah. So when when he removes the the hardening of the uh, of her unbelief. Sorry, I am stu- stuttering. You're good anyway. Dude. Pretty much, they're going to God's pretty much doing it to provoke them to make them be jealous, and then. Run back to God. They're like, for example, like, um, say you and your brother, you were fighting over ice cream or something. Uh And then your dad's like, oh, I'm going to give it to, I mean, your brother. And you pout off and get all mad and then you're jealous. So you're going to go back and pretty much sort of like that, I guess. That's the quickest analogy (laughs) I could think of in my head. You're jealous, so you're going to go back because
1: you're jealous. So dad gave what was rightfully mine to my brother Mm -hmm. because I was being disobedient. And not believing what I needed to believe and not doing what I needed to do. So dad mm-hmm. gave it to my brother. Yeah. And so then I'm going to go back to my dad and I'm going to, in obedience, and then out of obedience, out in this scenario, out of belief in Jesus, I would receive ice cream that is rightfully mine. Yes, exactly cool. like Cool, that. cool, 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 cool.
0: So uh, where was I here? All right. So, yeah. So pretty much he's going to make you jealous so you run back. And then when that hmm. happens, after enough Gentiles have believed, the old branches of Jewish believers will be grafted back into the tree. So ah, they'll be right back in there because they came back. Interesting. Pretty, pretty, pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah. So now a Romans a Romans, sorry. <laughs> Romans 11:25 through 35. It pretty much wraps up the chapter about God's plan for the Israelites people. Mm-hmm. Um, so in short, He plans to remove the hardening of the unbelief and the re- in the the renew His covenant with Israel. Mm-hmm. This will happen when Jewish people come to the faith in Christ at some point in the future. Israel will remain loved by God because of His promise. In the end, God will show mercy to both Jews and Gentiles who come to Him through faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of their sins. Mm-hmm. So, to wrap that all up, because...
1: Well, let me ask you a question. Yes. So, in verse 26, it says, then all of Israel will be saved. Mm -hmm. Um, So, do you think that before Christ comes back, like, all of these Jews just randomly are just going to come to Christ? Or do you think it's talking spiritually, of, like, the the spiritual nation of Israel? Because, well, uh, what's your thoughts?
0: So all of Israel will be saved. I feel like I I, I could be wrong, which wouldn't be a surprise. But I I feel like I heard about this thing. Maybe it's in Revelations. Maybe it's not. But it talks about how like something big will happen in Israel. Like before like the last trumpet blows, like something Mm -hmm. big will happen in Israel. So I'm not 100% sure because I can't judge like if everyone's going to be saved. That seems like a really big assumption. Yeah. But I feel like maybe something very like holy, I guess you could say, will go down in Israel. I feel like that's going to be like, we're, we're like, like, like the capital, if you will. Like that's going to be the capital of like stuff going on.
1: You know? I, do, yeah.
0: I, I, I saw this video once that pretty much the new earth, okay? Mm-hmm. This is kind of far stretching it, but the new earth, okay? We're all going to have our regions. We're all going to be like kings, I guess, if you will, of like our own little plots. So what if like on the new earth, Israel, it's going to be like the capital of the new earth like it's going to be saved it's going to be great like that's going to be like the holy place of the new earth i don't know that's just a far stretch and interesting but it's just a thought i guess i don't know so i guess that didn't really answer your question huh
1: no you, you you did um and you actually i didn't think about the revelation aspect so in revelation it talks about two individuals it's believed to be enoch and elijah um because they were caught up to heaven before they died and so there's gonna be two individuals that will actually die after they do a bunch of cool stuff Um, And then three days later, they will be resurrected. Um, And so if I remember right, there's supposed to be a lot of uh, people that come to Christ because of that. But um, I didn't think so. When I I read that verse, verse 26, when it says, then all of Israel will be saved. And this is talking about, it says that uh, after all, it says, uh, Israel will have hard hearts until the full number of Gentiles are saved. Mm -hmm. And so obviously, Codis. All the 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 full number of Gentiles have not been saved yet because we're still here. Jesus has not come back. Yeah, unfortunately, Um, we're still here. Right, (laughs) Um, and so I think, and this is just this is just me. So we we read in chapter four of Romans, um, and which, by the way, before I say this, you are probably right. Um, First, (laughs) um, but when I when I read that, I, I immediately thought, okay, well uh I mean up until this point he's saying that uh I mean we look at uh, Romans chapter 4 and he says that a descendant of Abraham is all who believe in uh or sorry that all ha- all who have faith there we go and so up until Jesus came everybody of faith was Jewish but because Jesus came now as Paul states in Romans chapter 4 all who have faith are now Abraham's descendants because Abraham's descendants are the people of faith not necessarily his legitimate descendants so with that context in mind, and even with the context of how, uh, as Paul goes on to describe, once we are saved, our spiritual nature cannot continue to sin. Mm-hmm. I think he's keeping that same theme going here. And he's saying that the the people of Israel, it's not necessarily just Jews mm-hmm. at this point. It's the spiritual nation of Israel. And so that it's Gentiles also. And so when it says, so all of Israel will be saved, I think it's all of the, the individuals of faith that will be saved. Um, and, that's just my own thoughts based off of the mm-hmm. complete context of Romans. Um, but I, when I was researching this, like, yeah, I think you uh, what you said is the most popular opinion. Um, but I'm, i think I'm still going to hold to the, it's the spiritual nation of Israel because I mean, even up in like we read in this, this chapter that some individuals of, uh, of Israel will have hardened hearts. And so, yeah. um, and I mean, yeah, it, it says that, uh, where's this verse at? Um, I think it says that not like their their hardened hearts will give way or something along those lines. I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. Are you talking um, about
0: before 26?
1: Maybe. It might, it might be there. I'm trying to find it. Says, it says
0: a partial hardening has come upon Israel for the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. Or no. Um,
1: yeah. Okay. So it says that yeah, – no, you're right. You're right there. Uh. So right there before – Man, I'm
0: on fire something. You are. Kidding. You got
1: it. Um Some of the people of Israel have hard hearts, but this will only last until the full number of Gentiles. Um, So I think that that's just referring to not the entirety of the nation of Israel and all Jewish people. I think that that's because again, the spiritual, uh, the spiritual nation of Israel. So all of the people of the faith, because Mm -hmm. I mean, we just read in the, the chapter before this and even the chapter before that, that we are a chosen few, even at the beginning of this chapter, it talks about how we're chosen. And so I think that this is saying some of the people of Israel, so some of the Jews have hard hearts, but those who are chosen to be saved, again, a part of that predestination aspect of the faith, those are the ones that will come into the faith. And then once that, the full number of those people, the full number of the Gentiles come to the Christ, that is when the entirety of the nation, which is of Israel, which again, is a spiritual nation of Israel, which is all of the people of the faith Mm -hmm. will be saved. I think that's what it is. But again, um, I think uh, what you said is the more popular opinion. Which it makes sense it, with with like what you said about revelation. If I'm I'm right about a bunch of I was just
0: saying. taking a swing. I didn't know if I was going to hit that puppy or not.
1: I, was just I, I think I, I mean I didn't think about that. So yeah, I think you hit it pretty solid.
0: Oh, sweet, go me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so from there, where are we at?
0: That, that's pretty much sums it up. Like it pretty much that's pretty much all Romans eleven is. It pretty much talks about that he's going to need to break, like figuratively break them to. Get them back, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, yep. it's not the most exciting chapter. It kind of, you know, it's we, we're we privileged to read it. We have the mm-hmm. ability to read it. So For sure. So it's always the way you got to look at it.
1: I'm going to read some of the verses that stuck out to me. Um, Please do. I, I'm just going to read the verses or what I got from it. Not Romans 11:8 is
0: definitely a good one.
1: I didn't write that one down, so you'll have to read that one. So the first yeah. one I wrote down is six, so you read yours after this one. But I wrote down uh, – Oh, that's verse- what I
0: meant. Not Sorry, I messed oh, up. Oh, okay. That.
1: Um, but verse 6 God's grace is free and undeserved um, that one just mm-hmm. pff, gets me um, and then the next one which is skip a few things but verse 29 is that God's gifts and his call can never be withdrawn that one that one kind of like I think that one kind of for whatever reason that one sticks out really like like a, a giant blister on the inside of my crease of my thumb kind of thing. Like, I know that's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, uh, just sticks out. And, uh, so then verse 32, it says that God shows his mercy to everyone. Um, and then in verse 36, and I wrote the entirety of this verse, um, but for everything comes from him and exists by his power and is intended, sorry, intended for his glory, all glory to him forever. Amen. I, uh, I just think that this verse in and of itself just perfectly displays God's sovereignty. Mm -hmm. Um, This, you hear me all the time say that God uses both good and bad things for his good. And that's what this, that's what this verse shows. God, like everything comes from him, both good and bad. And it says it exists by his power and is intended for his glory. So even if uh, like my grandma, she died of cancer, right? The world Mm -hmm. would say that, Oh, that's awful. But it's intended for God's glory. And she ultimately became became saved because of her cancer. So, like, wow. it's a good thing. Yeah, it's yeah. all for his glory. So, um, anyways, I just thought that was super neat, yeah. super applicable verse in uh, everyday conversation. But that's a, uh, yeah, dude, you, yeah. you, you rocked that.
0: Thank you. I was nervous about this because, like, I, it just really didn't, like, excite me. So I was like, oh, I don't really know how to do this. So I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. kind of try to sum it up. Yeah, you did good. Yeah, well, dude, we only have four more chapters left in this one.
1: I know. We're, and we're if you look at them, it. they're super short. Are they? Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, like like 15s, maybe not. No, it's not even that long. Like, wonder, they're all super short.
1: I wonder if we should finish it next week then.
0: You want to just pop them off?
1: Yeah, and just do like two chapters a night instead Heck,
0: of – Heck, why not, man?
1: Yeah. Romans Anyways.
0: 12, it's like all highlighted in my book. It's Oh, nice. It's pretty much highlighted. So. Yeah, it's that's
1: like, that's like a page right there. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if y'all have heard, if you're listening to this podcast and you've heard, um, about God's love and you, you realize, or maybe, you know, you, maybe you felt some, at some point in your life, like you've been rejected and you're like, if God was real, he wouldn't have abandoned me at this point in my life. Or maybe, um, you, you're living your life and you thought that you once knew who God was and what God was, and you thought you knew what his love felt like. And now you've lived your life for a few years, a few months or whatever, and you just feel like he's not there anymore. Well, this chapter, go read it. Romans chapter 11, it says that he never leaves you. Whether you're a Jew or Gentile, he doesn't leave you. And so the, the thing is, is as uh, James chapter 4 verse 8 says, if you draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. But if you also listen to our podcast from earlier in this book, in uh, book of Romans, you'll also know that God gives you the option to believe whatever you want to believe. And then He enables you that choice. So if you don't want to believe in God, then you don't have to believe in God. If you want to believe in yourself, then He will let you believe in yourself and live as if you are a God. He'll let you do that because He loves you enough to give you that free will to choose. But I say all that to say this, if you're at that point where you you thought that you experienced God and now it feels like He's left you and you want to come back to Him, you don't know if you're ever truly saved. And if you want to be saved, Uh, repeat this prayer after Codis. He's going to pray a prayer with us.
0: Yes. Repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive me and come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Now, please help me to live the rest of this life for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Awesome.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Well, anything, any other thoughts?
1: Mm -hmm. Take it away.
0: Well, with that being said, Godspeed.